just like you, but with unusual talent. That's So Raven is next. Then, Ricky Ullman stars in Phil of the Future, a new Disney Channel original series that's ahead of its time. Hola, I'm Pepe, and you're watching Disney Channel, okay? <laughs> Just kidding. It's not it's not that so Raven. But that'd be pretty sweet. It's another fucking Friday Winks is what it is, bitches. You know what this is. There's fighting and violence and hopelessness in the world. And you don't know where you can go. But I'm here to tell you that that isn't so. Here is a brand new show. When there is something inside makes you afraid, then there is something to do. Just challenge some guy to a game till he winks. You find that courage in you. Because there is nothing that's greater than tiddly winks with strangers. Ain't we lucky we got em, the wings. Get out! Tiddly Winks with Strangers is filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome to Tiddly Winks with Strangers. As it is all the time, I'm your host, Jason Herb. We've got an action-packed show for you tonight. But we usually do. It's fucking Friday. Gotta save it for the, the Friday show. But this week, you know, no Manic Mondays. No El Terrible Tuesdays. No Wacky Wednesdays, no Taco Thursdays. It's just the Tradish Friday Winks, okay? I'm exhausted, all right? Can't be doing these two weeks anymore. Takes a lot out of me. But guess what? Next week you're getting three winks, so deal with that. Um, but tonight, let's focus on tonight. I'm sad to say there's not going to be fucked up phone calls with Barry. He's got some things going on, okay? It's none of your business. I'm sad to say, probably not going to hear from Billy the Beard. He's got a sore throat. Poor baby. He's got a sore throat. So you know what you get. The only two reliable motherfuckers the Winx has ever had the pleasure of knowing. Me. And that bird, the condor. So, we'll get it, tell it. But I just want to remind everybody that Tiddly Winx with Strangers is sponsored by Bugles. What's in your wallet? Bugles. Grab a bag. They look like witches' fingers. <laughs> so, of course, I always want to thank Bugles for that. And, uh, you know, we're going to be throwing out this week's Snapchat challenge. I got some hidden surprises in my back pocket for you. But you got to listen to the full episode for that. But I know you will anyway. It's Tilly Winks with Strangers. Fridays, bitches. Welcome. Would you flick? Flick! 
If you're being bullied and them kids are mean, just head downstairs for the Lindbergh Lane. Uh, I'll make a sandwich? I guess I can make a sandwich. Sandwich? Sandwich, Kevish? Sandwich, Billish? Sandwich? I can make a sandwich. I guess I can make a sandwich. Sandwich? Ish? Sam? Nah, 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 nah. Your friends don't need to be in the backyard no more. Now get, get out of there. Get going. Alright. Hey, Dad. I was just out back, and they're climbing in the compost heap. Now, I threw some, uh, some scooters out there on the road from the ride. The one of them, uh, he wasn't there. He came to the back door. I said to him, Brian's downstairs. But they're out on the scooters, so... If he comes around, Deb, just let him know, okay? I, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> Just a reminder, Tiddlywinks with Strangers can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podcruncher, Podchaser, CastBox.fm, Podbean, and the list goes on and on. What's the new one, the radio? We just got picked up. I got an email the other day by Radio Public. That's Radio Public, public radio for you. The entire uh, catalog of Tiddlywinks with Strangers is now on there. It's a pretty cool website. I logged on the other day to see what it looks like. It's got a nice interface on it. So if you're looking for a new way to listen to casts, that's Radio Public. And, uh, you know, you know what they say. It's like an old Hollywood slogan. Anywhere you listen to casts, Winks will be there. Under its teat child. child. <laughs> so there's that. There's tiddlywinks with strangers at gmail.com for all your concerns. Questions, comments, show ideas, comments. Concerns. <laughs> I think we said those twice. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in concerns and comments twice. Whatever. It's Wink's Nose Baby on Snapchat. Yeah, if you think we should change it up, do an interview, perhaps uh, do a, uh, a show on a certain topic in uh, yeah. contemporary society, we'll, lo- we'll politely tell you to fuck off. And uh, <laughs> no thanks producing our show. We have McGonagall. I'll take it under consideration, though. We probably will. But uh, June 3rd, our first guest ever in Wink's history, Haley Joel Osment, famous for his role as Little Visitor on Walker, Texas Ranger. It's a big get. And I'm not sure what else he might have done after that, but... There's something that tells me he did something. Uh, he's not doing anything now. No, he gained an amount. He gained an egregious <laughs> amount of weight. Hey, 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 hey. He's nah, fine. He knows. He's cool with it. We were joking on the phone. The fucking McGonagall's cracking up behind the glass there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So he'll be here June 3rd. I'm going to ask him what it was like to play a child who died from AIDS on the wings. <laughs> it's deep here. <laughs> Real deep. Whatever. <clears throat> it's okay, Aunt Alex. I'm a man now. Oh, Thank you. That reservation still standing? Barely. And how you doing, little partner? Fine. And it's little visitor now. <laughs> Adewayoli is how you say it in Cherokee. Oh, well, pardon my French, but uh, I'll be damned. Some of his finest work, and that's uh, June 3rd. Should have won a fucking Emmy. Maybe he did, I don't know. I was a kid. We should research before the interview. I got time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, you heard him already. He's been in the studio. Uh, McGonagall turned his mic on before I even introduced him, but, you know. He's known for breaking the rules. So fuck it. 
He's also known for being crotchety as the day is long. And also one hell of a good guy. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. That's right, it's Kevy the Condor. Who the fuck else would it be? Hi. You already heard my voice, so... Welcome back to the Wings, Kev. Welcome back. Another great. fucking Friday. Friday. With just the two of us. We can make it if we try. We usually do. Yeah. We, oh, Barry we made and, it, man. Yeah. And Billy are pretty much regulated to special guests at this point. <laughs> which I think they're fine with, I'm fine with. They both have busy lives, whereas you and I have absolutely nothing no, going no, on. Right. We're very sad gentlemen. We can make Forlorn. ourselves available for the winks at the drop of a dime. Yeah. No matter what day of the week, except the Satchery and Suntry, because we haven't we done those yet. Well, Shomer Shabbos. But you can never say never in the world of winks. True. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna be talking. You know the rest. Yeah. What we're are gonna we talking about stories? Stories. We're gonna tell you stories that happened in our lives. The weird and the absurd, the moribund and fucked up. That's what the winks uh, is, man. Yeah. Silly, absurd stories. Ninety percent nonsense. Right. Ninety percent nonsense because I think what, we're like ten minutes into the show. Yeah, yeah, and you haven't heard a we damn haven't thing put of substance. Any no. content in yet. No. But uh I mean that's that's gonna change now. You come here for your quit hits. Yeah. You come here for uh you know, Bob. Yeah. And you come here to hear a really stupid story from our past. Something that made us you know, it tickled our funny bone, our our floating rib, perhaps. Yes. We felt it in the cockles of our heart. Yes. Definitely. I'll tell you such a story <clears throat> now. Aha! Uh-huh. So, this one is going to be called... Well, I got kind of a weird story that popped in my head the other day. Mm-hmm. And then I got... Maybe I'll tell it for last story. Um, you know what? I'm not even going to preview it because it'll give away... Once I say it, you'll know exactly what it is. Okay. So you and America will be surprised at the end. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. But this story, I guess I'm going to call it... The Room Full of Hidden Treasures. Treasures. That sounds good. That sounds good. I like it. I like it. And you know the rest. Of course it takes place... When I Was a Younger Man. And I'm going to say, uh, no, I know how old I was. I was like 17 or 18. That's a good, that's a good age. Ain't that right, Kev? Yeah. Age of the Herb Shuffle, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And, uh, no, maybe I was younger. Fif- I was between 15 and 18. 15 works, okay. And uh, I got my very first job ever, which I think I've mentioned on the wings here and there before, at the classiest old folks home in Montgomery County mm-hmm. called, no, I, sh- I shouldn't. I gotta protect the innocent. Oh my! We don't want old people being bothered. No. Whoa. McGonagall. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> That's how we clean up, I guess. What's he doing? He's getting aggressive. It's a little much, McGonagall. How about I just turn that off for right now? And uh, my very first job ever. Now this was not a re- uh old folks home like you might picture it was more of what they call a retirement castle oh this is for like rich executives and 
douchebags. Upper class, the upper who crust. Have, like nothing but disposable income, <clears throat> but just can't live at home anymore. And they live in these luxury condos. Like it is. It's so it's not... old guys with top, hat, top hats and monocles. Yeah, but they're all like in their 70s, 80s, and 90s and way past their prime, but doesn't make them any less rich. Yeah. But for some of them, it doesn't make them any less spoiled either. Mm-hmm. They're still dicks. You know, they've been dicks their whole life, so why would they stop now? Yeah, it's ingrained. So, I mean, it was a sprawling campus. Way too fancy for me. I'll never end up in a place like that. Which is why I ended up there, my first job ever. Washing their damn dishes. (laughs) But it was a fun job, dude, I gotta say. For my very first work experience, you know, I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, My boss was okay. I had, like, four bosses there for different shifts. And down the line... I ended up getting my friend Alex a job there, and I think my friend Dan worked there. It was so long ago. I don't know, but I got, like, all my friends involved, and now we're just bullshitting on shift, you know? Like, we can just chill. That's good. Not to mention, for some reason, so many people from my high school got jobs there, too. Okay. So it was just like hanging out at school again, but without the rules. That's nice. That's cool. And You're we're getting paid all for it. Yeah, it was it was like a really <laughs> chill job, and um, some of them were on wait staff because there was a wait staff there. Oh, that's amazing. They okay. uh, the olds all go into the dining room. They had room. linen tablecloths. Oh yeah, everything's yeah. already folded into a swan. Candlesticks. Or whatever. They got a goblet for wine <laughs> and a water glass for water and that's whatever awesome. the fuck you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, those those people had to wear, like, black ties, white shirts, aprons and stuff. The dishwashers had to wear blue jumpsuits, which was pretty Jump badass. Jumpsuits, like, like mechanics. I think it was a two-parter. I think oh. it was just blue pants that tucked in. That's awesome. There was variations of it, though. They just gave us, like, short-sleeve uniforms, long-sleeve <laughs> uniforms, and then a big-ass blue baseball cap with their logo on it. And, uh, you know, we weren't as cool as the weight stack. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were suave. But... It was fine by me because I don't want to deal with the old people's attitudes anyway. Because mm-hmm. would, I would see like my friends come through the kitchen door and they'd just be like, motherfucking Mrs. Del Vecchio again. That it's dumb just bitch. Like, it's like the old grumpy bingo people. Yeah. Except like on steroids because these people are entitled to begin oh, with. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just got their dishes, you know. And mm-hmm. it was, we just pushed it through a giant machine, you know. We had somebody pushing, somebody pulling, somebody putting away. We were a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Now, behind the dining room, if the olds didn't want a fancy fucking dinner, right, <laughs> they could go into this informal, more like a cafe-type area uh-huh. um, with, like, booths and tables and stuff, and they could sit there. And I think there was a little little bit of wait staff out there, but it was mostly, like, serve yourself, sit down, whatever. For the chilled ones. <laughs> yeah. For the ones with, uh, with life experience, yeah. Yeah, so my job was to, when they came back from the formal dining room, they would sort the cups into like goblets, juice cups, whatever, and then mm-hmm. you send a crate of those through, and yeah. the other guy pulls it down, and then I would get like trays, and you send the trays through in the place, and you keep it organized. Yeah. Then, when you're able to clear that front area, you're supposed to go back to the cafe area. When the olds are done eating, they stack their trays on a rolling cart, and you have to make sure that cart gets emptied periodically, or else this is going to fill It'll up. overflow, yeah. And your shift's, your shift's done. <laughs> The competitive world of dishwashing. It's real. It's real, dude. So so there were some nights where I would, like, hustle, you know? Mm -hmm. And then if you worked, like, because we mostly worked after school, of course, um, but we would work weekends, too. And if you worked a weekend and you were there through, like, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, 
you're you're entitled to like a meal. Oh, okay, yeah. But this wasn't the meal the olds were eating. Oh, you guys got like scraps. We got scraps. Oh my god, it's like Oliver. Can I have some more? And yeah. It's like gruel. Throw the scraps at the dishwashers. It's like, <laughs> um, so I, I I was like, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but. I'm looking for some substance here. Yeah, you want some prime I'm, rib. I'm washing your shit. <laughs> all right? Fuck. Not to mention, one of my jobs, this is a little aside, I think it, it was alternating between the dishwashers. There was like six of us. Someone had to come in at 3 o'clock. The shift started at 4 and went to like 9 or something. Someone had to come in at 3, so we all took turns to make the soup. Gotta make the soup. Make the soup. Gotta make the soup. This was made from scratch? Make the soup. <laughs> Well, yeah, this fucking chef, I'll just, I'll just call him what his name is because he's a fucking piece of shit. His name is Dwayne, and if I remembered his last name, I'd tell you that too, but I don't. He's a fucking asshole is what chef he is. Chef Yeah, he was a chef. All right, he was one of the lead chefs. There was like three lead chefs, and the rest were just lowly cooks who had to do their bidding, right? Fucking Dwayne, how below him must the dishwasher be in his mind? You know? You're scum. Right. <laughs> so he just treated us like shit. You know? He would make the fucking soup. I'm making a soup. Uh. You know what I mean? He looked like Super Mario, This motherfucker too. would charge a cake cutting fee. He looked like Super Mario. <laughs> he would wear one of those paperboy hats to the side. Backward, <laughs> backwards and to the side. And he, uh -huh. mind you, he's like 47 years old. Yeah. And he had like a Super Mario mustache and shit. Holy. He was a real fucking piece of shit is what he was. <laughs> you really so he's in there. There's this giant vet. And he's just stirring the soup, right? Yeah. And if you were on soup duty, you come an hour early, you take Dwayne's fucking precious soup, you got to do a whole bunch of shit to it. I don't remember what it is. And they get their precious fucking soup first, all right? So you got to carry the soup out, load it up in, in the fucking old area. <laughs> what the fuck ever. Then he'll have you go in there and scrub the fucking soup kettle until it's sparkling. The cauldron. Yeah, and he'll, he'll be like over your shoulder, like, hey, buddy, yeah, yeah, there's still some streaks on there. Why don't you put some elbow grease in there? Why don't you shut the fuck up, Dwayne? Oh, Jesus Christ, but anyway. Dwayne's a dick. So, I mean, there was a lot going on at this place. It, every day was an adventure. It was fun as shit. So I was mad about these portion sizes, all right? That's fair. So once all the dishes were done... And put away. We had some other duties to do, some cleaning, mopping the floors in the kitchen, whatever. It was during this time where I would slowly slink away <laughs> and head back into the now dark cafe. And it's shutting down for the night, right? Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> oh no. As Winks knows, I'm a big fan of Otis Spunkmeyer muffins. <laughs> yes. I don't know why Otis Spunkmeyer's everywhere. I guess they're. They're, are they regional? The are they pre premier muffin maker? I don't know I don't if they're know. national or if they're regional to our area. I don't or... know if they are either. Send send an email to tillywinkswithstranger at gmail .com if you have Otis Spungmeyer wherever you're listening to the Winks. Um, but they had like, like they would take like the cooked food away. So anyway, I started. Uh, Stealing these Otis Spunkmeyers, you know? They, I'm and it wasn't just muffins. Otis Spunkmeyer makes many fine pastry products. Danishes. Danish. Uh, that's all I can think of right now. But I'm loading up, right? And I go up to Alex, and I'm like, yo, free muffins, bitches! <laughs> and I'm chucking it at him, and he's like, oh, man, where'd you find these? I'm like, there's a whole stash. Come to find out, there's a lot of stuff that stays in the cafe permanently. Like refrigerated oh, you stuff. Guys don't change. And some stuff gets cooked every day, you know? So 
I ate it all. Ate it all? Well, over the course of like however long I worked there, <laughs> every night I would vanish, get mines. I'm gonna get mines. Mines. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sitting in there in the cafe in the dark, hiding in the back booth with like Alex, this kid Scott. I just imagine you. Like, I got all the dishwashers. Like a in. squirrel getting ready for winter, your cheeks are like filled yeah. with muffin. Yeah. We're like, let's eat. Let's reap our rewards, boys. <laughs> they owe us this. They fucking owe us this. We're fucking dishwashers, baby. <laughs> you know. And, you know, that changed into, uh, you know, stealing food and yeah. all, all the delicious stuff. I'm going to get mine, is what it boils down to, Kevy. And I did for like a year, and it was glorious. So then, right? So then. Okay. I found what this story is. The land of hidden treasures. <laughs> because one of my fat bosses, Fat Judy, right? <laughs> fat Judy. She was a goddamn bitch. But that's neither here nor there. Okay, we'll forgive her for that. Okay. She gave me this this key, right? And she's like, I need you to go down, open this door. There's a stairwell there. Mm -hmm. I need you to go down there. And she told me where the other door was. She's like, it's a storage closet. And I need five more tablecloths, the white ones. And I need you to go in there and bring them up. I'm like, yes, Fat Judy. Right away, Fat Judy. <laughs> So I, I never, I always walked by this door in the kitchen. I never opened it. It was always locked. I, I never wondered what was down there. Mm -hmm. But now I got the key, baby. Mm -hmm. So I open the door. I shut it behind me. As soon as you walk in, it's just st steps straight down to darkness. And there's no light. So I'm like, oh man, here I go. So I get to the bottom. I get her fucking precious tablecloths, okay? <laughs> but once I'm at the bottom and I shut that storage closet, I'm looking around and I'm like, what? What is this? I, I, I've never been down here before. Like, what is this? Yeah. So I'm walking down the hallway. I'm opening doors. There's like a giant picture window at the end of the hall. And I look out and there's like a bocce ball court and like a racquetball and stuff like really? that. Like, it's, it's like the game center. I think I'm in the game center. Okay. And I came in from the back way or something. Because then I opened this one door. And inside, Kevish... <laughs> Is all these like leather loungers, big ass leather couches. There's like a golden bar with like all these drinks and what? stuff. And in the center of the room is a goddamn red velvet pool table. Serious? Yeah. Wow. Fancy ass room, right? I'm like, what's this room? <laughs> so I like peek in. I don't see anybody, you know? And uh, I'm like looking around. I'm like, yo. This is a room of lost hidden treasures. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like the genie's cave and all right. that. Right. And in my head, I'm like, I gotta get Scott and Alex down here <laughs> and all the other dishwashers. This ain't muffin stuff no more. <laughs> it's the hangout. We're graduating from muffins, you know what I mean? Like, this place is awesome. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, I gotta get this key. So, when I give the key back to Fat Judy, I notice where she puts it on a hook, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> Saturday's the day. Saturday, we're all on, right? Yeah. So I get the key, and I think it was like Scott, this kid Dunstan checks in, and Dunstan. we called him Dunstan checks in. Well, he had a lot of body hair. <laughs> Robin Williams. A little bit, yeah. So uh, his nickname was Dunstan checks in. I like it. I like <laughs> we're it. assholes. Yeah. So Dunstan checks in was there, Scott, and I think this other kid, uh, John. 
Okay. So I'm like, God, I'm telling them about the room. They're like, fuck you. There's no room below the kitchen <laughs> where there's like magical treasure, treasures. Treasures. And I'm like, there is. And I'm like, I got this. And I already had the key from like the beginning of the shift. And I'm like, come on. So somehow we found a way where we could sneak down. I show them the pool table room. Because to me, that's the coolest room yeah. I found down there. The and you're like, holy shit, man. These motherfuckers are living the life in this place, man. They got this down here. And he's like, we're just like making the soup for him. You got made the soup, made the soup, got made the soup. Shut up, Dwayne. <laughs> All right. So we start like walking around and Scott starts racking up the balls, racking them up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, we don't have time. We, we can't, we, <laughs> can't we have to come down here in short spurts, you yeah. know, like if we're, if we're not going to get caught. And he's like, come on, let's just, just break, you know? So I'm like, all right. So I go breaking, get my, my pool cue, my pool cue. <laughs> I get I'm sharpening her up, oh, you know, yeah. powdering her up, <laughs> cock back for the break, and we hear, what are you guys doing in here? <laughs> Turn around, and it's this old timer, yeah. right? And he's wearing like a cardigan, he's got a cane. <laughs> I don't know, he's coming down for his drink or coming down to play pool or something. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh, our boss sent us down here. We just had to get a couple of these spirits back up to the kitchen. <laughs> we just needed the vodka and uh, something else. And he's like, oh, all right, all right. And he's like, you want to play a game? <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> so he's like, let me break. So the old timer breaks. He's pretty good at pool. Uh -huh. We end up playing a game. Halfway through, the door swings open, and it's Fat Judy. And she's like, great. <laughs> right? <laughs> of course. And she's like, you stole my key? She's like, back upstairs to my office. And uh -huh. he's like, now, 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 miss. Let these boys finish their game. They work hard and cook our food every night and serve us and cook oh. our dishes, clean our dishes. The least you can do is let them relax. I'm having fun with them. Oh, this old I'm guy. like, holy shit, the old man saved the day. <laughs> Her face was so red. You know she didn't want to do this. Yeah. She was so pissed. She wanted to kill you. And we all knew we were most likely fired when we went back upstairs. <laughs> unless we brought the old man with us. <laughs> but I wasn't going to put him out. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, let's just enjoy this while we can. Yeah. Because I think we're done. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter because it's an after school job, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I already got mine. Mm -hmm. I got my pool games i got i got my uh spunk my donuts yeah. i got my um sitting in the back booth eating the gourmet food yeah. not the dishwasher food the, the only thing i didn't take revenge on was Dwayne, which is my biggest regret i yeah yeah i should have done something to Dwayne, but somehow we all kept our jobs really she gave us a For, reprimand we all got written up you stole the manager's key i didn't <laughs> steal it i borrowed it you borrowed it I borrowed it. God. <laughs> and I told her. I was just honest with her because there's no good reason. I'm like, I thought that room was cool. I just wanted these guys to see. <laughs> and we've worked here for like eight months. I've never really seen this place. Like, it's a really cool place. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Honesty like, I, is the best Yeah, policy. and I was going to take it for them because like I was the one who initiated it. Mm -hmm. You know, like if someone's getting fired, it should be me. At such a young age, I was such an outstanding citizen. I love how we do that. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I mean, we all got written up. Nobody got fired. and um, But you never got Dwayne. You never got no. that motherfucker. I ended up working there, like, I think until I graduated. Like, really? Up until, like, so that summer. So you worked summer. there for, like, two and a half years? Yeah, because wow. it was a cushy job, and, you know, the hours were right for school, and uh -huh. didn't take away too much of my chilling time. So, it was fine. I ate more muffins. I never went back down to the golden room of treasures. Yeah. But for that one glorious moment, that old man changed my life. 
on the wings. But you know what, Kev? Even though I didn't get to take my revenge on that fucking piece of shit Super Mario looking asshole Dwayne. I never got to really see that old man again either. I didn't see him. Like, I wasn't part of the wait staff, so I wasn't in the dining room very often. But I would look for him because he was really cool. And I'm like, where's that guy, you know? I never saw him again. Never saw him around campus. Never saw him when I went to clear the carts in the cafe. But uh, he was a chill old dude. Maybe he was a ghost. Maybe he was never there at all, Kev. He was a figment, a phantom. Underwinks. Would you flick? Oh! My mobile! Steve! Steve! Have you seen my phone? I hear her! Where is she? Oh, I don't have time for this. Steve and I are going fishing in his new Chevy Silverado today. Oh, my mobile. I miss when there was just landlines. There it is! Go for Bob! Well, Kev, I mean, that was just, like, you know, random stories of fuckery that I could think of, you know, when I'm trying to think of Wink stories. Yeah, every week. We're in, like, month eight of the Winks now, so, yeah. Yeah, holy tall, oh man, holy balls. Getting down to the wire, but lived a long life. Got stories. Yeah. And then when you run out of stories, you just tell stories about people you know, like you've done before and I've oh, done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People you've witnessed do crazy things. Or... Yeah, like my grandpa cutting his thumb off. Yeah. That was a classic. Yeah. But, uh, you guys are starving for the Winks! <laughs> Why do I yell? I do, actually, and it was, uh, I'm thinking about it because you were just talking about the older people of affluence and of means. Yeah. I guess they've earned it. Whatever. Yeah, so when you're like, uh, you know, a broke-ass high school senior, Uh you know, working part-time at the the old retail store to earn your paycheck. Condor's classic retail store stories. I should get a theme song for this. Well, this one I was... 16 years old, mm-hmm. I had just gotten my driver's license. Oh, yeah. You could, I could drive myself to work now. Oh, yeah. I'm driving to work. <laughs> I'm driving to school. Yep. And so I need a car, though. Right. That's so the problem. I'm looking all over. My uncle's a mechanic. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll find you a deal. I'll find you something good. Nice. I'm like, all right. I don't know why I made him out to seem like Joey Buttafuco there. It wasn't Dwayne? No, it wasn't Dwayne. Hey, I got a deal <laughs> for you, man. You don't want to. No, but so he goes, oh, I found this lady. She has a, an old... Oldsmobile, if you want to check it out, it's, it's a tank. Yeah, he goes, it's older. It's a 1982 Omega. All right. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean, if she runs, yeah, that's you know, well, let's check this out. So I go, it's this old lady. She's wearing a fucking babushka when she answers the door. She's nice. like, oh, hi, Sonny. You hear about the car? Uh, exactly. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I hear about the car. She's like, oh, it's in the garage. Oh, the garage. I so love it. We go out back to the garage, and I'm looking. It's this. It's a tank. It's this yeah. thing's made of American steel. Yeah, these it's guys were awesome. The man. bumper is like an I beam. Yep. It's fucking legit. So it's the color I can only describe as off yellow tapioca pudding color. Alright. It's like a a, a, a dull gross. yellow. It's yeah. Gross. Oh yeah. But the interior is fucking swank. Right. The interior is burgundy. 
And nice, it's like where it looks burger. like uh, like there's a couch in there, right? Like yeah, there's yeah, no break the, in the, the seating. Seat, yeah. yeah, those are awesome. So and it's it's like this beautiful burgundy color with a red interior light. Yeah, McGonagall, what the fuck? He does things, man. I turned his mic back <laughs> Just on. trying to muffle that shit. So anyway, so the old mega, the, this out. car was, my studio. it was definitely a trip among, because like all the kids in my school, they were either getting beaters like me mm-hmm. or they, their parents went out and bought them. Like, you know, I'm trying to think what the hot car at the time was. Probably be a, pi- a Pontiac Sunfire. Yeah, that's one of them People for sure. People were driving them. So I get my sweet ass Omega. Yep. Not a lot of damage done. And it's only got, I think, 35,000 miles on it. Okay. So, to accrue that kind of mileage in over 20 years. So, she was stereotypical to the grocery store and church. Grocery store and church. I haven't taken it very far. No. (laughs) She didn't. It wasn't Mrs. Garrett. She didn't have Parkinson's, no. um, Whatever. It's a steal, though, man. What was she asking for it? She didn't want anything for it. What? What? She just wanted a nice young man to have a car. Holy shit! And I told, like, I fought with her. I was like, "No, I have to give you something." So I paid. I gave her, uh, I think, a hundred bucks was all she would accept. Still, dude. Yeah. Holy for a car that shit. ran, had no problems. It was just old. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm start. I start driving this thing to school. Immediately stands out because it's like, vroom, 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 yeah, vroom, vroom, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> One day, uh, I'm on the baseball team, you know, being a young Wade Boggs and all. Of course. And Sideburns and everything. Uh, oh, dude, my, I should bring in my baseball pick for you. It's hilarious. I had like this Amish beard. I was the only one who could grow a real beard. <laughs> nice. But well, it's funny. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Anyway, <laughs> so the, uh, my cousin was on the JV team. I'll put it on the wing Snapchat. And Kevin's <laughs> baseball team photo. Look for that if you follow us on Snap. Go ahead, Kevin. Chicks dig power hitting second baseman. Exactly. So, I'm, uh, my cousin was on the JV team, my younger cousin. He's like, hey, can you give me a ride home after practice one day? <laughs> I was like, why is your cousin the font? Oh, dude, he was, he's the funniest. <laughs> I love him to death. When I talk to him, he's hilarious. He looks like a retarded koala bear. Okay. And I mean that, like, out of the and good dear. Yeah, 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 that's who he is. But he, he also carries himself, like... He's the kind of guy, he answers the phone, and he's like starts like cursing at the person that he hangs up. He goes, they're like, who's that? Oh, some bitch I'm talking to. Like, he, total, total scumbag in that regard. But he's a funny guy. He's an Eagles fan, too. You'd love him. I love it. He's talking about dynasties. Yeah, we just locked Foles up today. All right, fuck it. Anyway. So anyway, I'm driving him home one day, and there's this long hill, because I live in the town, but our, our school is outside of town, okay? yes. you know, in the exurbs. Yes. In so, the valley. So I'm driving down this hill, this mountain. And the song, I had one of those old school radios with the dials and everything. Oh, yeah. And uh, I Can See Clearly Now by Johnny yes. Nash comes on. Yeah, it's classic. And I get kind of geeked up. Me and him are like, I can see clear. You know, it's like Cool I Runnings. my fucking car. Yeah, we're reliving the Cool Runnings music video. <laughs> and uh, you know, things are cool. Yeah. And we're driving. And then all of a sudden I see this car in front of me. It's this nice silver posh looking vehicle. Right. And I'm like, oh, he's stopping. No, he's turning. He's got a turn signal on. He starts to turn. Yeah. Then he jacks up the brakes. And at this point, I'm like, oh, shit, he didn't turn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I think that's the perfect <laughs> summation of what happened. You uh, hit him. I fucking creamed him. I busted a headlight. Oh, shit. Because as I described, this car was... It is a 100% American-made monster. Yes, absolutely. So I busted a headlight. But how, I, how long had you had it at this point? Six months. Six months? Okay. It's not terrible. No. But as I got out of the car and looked at what I hit, first of all, I saw the man stagger out. He was an, a middle-aged, balding gentleman wearing a nice uh, button-down with the white collar, kind of like Robert Kraft. Okay. <laughs> and his gushing blood from his head. Oh, shit. And this I, is like the time you almost killed an old timer on the golf course. It's close to it, yeah. Once again, another affluent older gentleman. Yes. So this guy, he's he's stumbling around. There's blood gushing from his head. I'm like, I look at his car. It's it's a brand new Porsche. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, what are the odds, fucking dude? Porsche. And immediately I get sick, and I I sit down on the side <laughs> of the road. I'm hyperventilating because oh, I God. I'm I know that I'm going to be blamed for this. A young condor. So. The guy comes over. He's like, "What the hell happened? What was that?" I'm like, "Ah, uh, you were turn. You were." Uh, uh. <laughs> I start panicking. I look. He goes, "You ki- you totaled it." I'm like, "What? What?" He goes, "The motor is in the backs on these oh, things." Oh my god! I fucking That's destroyed right. the engine. I I fucking blew this thing up, dude. That's right. And I was physically ill. Oh man! To this day, my car insurance has not dropped. From that one incident. Yes, this dude sued me. Really? Yeah, he but flat out sued you. If I'm you. not mistaken, it was a no fault. Kind I of... don't see how that's possible. Well, because he was, he was turning, he was signaling he and then stopped. stopped. Yes. All right, all right. But, dude, all I can say is that I got to school the next day, and everybody had like heard about it, I guess. And this one, yeah, yeah. This yeah. one dude comes up to me. His name was Ray. Okay. I believe he's in jail now. Okay. He he got hooked on the heroin. Alright, so you're doing better than Ray? Yeah. But he comes up to me and he goes, You trying to kill my fucking uncle? It was his uncle! It was his uncle. <laughs> he goes, Yo, you're fucking you're fucking dingy. You ruined my my uncle's Porsche. Why would he think you're trying to kill him? I don't <laughs> You hate my family. <laughs> yeah, he got me all pissed off and shit. So I had to like what live with that fuck? shit for the rest of my high school days. Oh, he never let it go. He never uh, got over it. I became... Sup, Uncle Killer? On, ba- on the baseball team and within my friends, I became the Porsche Hammer. Oh, man. That's a badass name. It kind of is. But at the same time, dude, like, this fucking bucket of tin just destroyed this Porsche. And... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the guy, the guy was a douche, too. Like I said, you know, you had your, your nice older guy. You had a yeah. fucking asshole other guy. Yeah. Well, if he drives a Porsche, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to... You know, if you drive a Porsche, good for you. You probably earned it. Right. You're not a Rockefeller. You probably have a job and you work hard, but... Right. Uh, put your money into something better. Cars cars die, man. They get destroyed. Put your put another room on your house. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, who sues a 16-year-old kid anyway? Uh, I guess I deserved what it. What a nightmare. On the winks. Maybe he was a ghost too, Kevin. <laughs> Maybe he was never there. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he was there. It no. was that kid's uncle. I don't think ghosts bleed. Yep. I would have just flipped them off. And... <laughs> Later, fucker! <laughs> Enjoy your Porsche! <laughs> On the wings, you know. <laughs> we cash! Thank you, come again. That's my bus stop back there! 
<laughs> Get out of my synagogue. You ate my muffin! Ooh, yeah, I'd flick. Well, Kev. Yes. Winx is coming along good for a Friday. It's been a better ep than we've had recently. Well, McGonagall's been questionable, but... I mean, he always is at best, I guess. He gives it, he gives it the old college. Job. He does. He does. But, you know... You know what they say in, like they, <laughs> you know what they say in showbiz. Every good winks must come to an end. Sometimes you eat the bar. Sometimes the bar eats you. Exactly. But each winks cannot end without last story, last story. Talking about, talking about last story. Mm hmm. Well, <laughs> like I said, tonight's last story is a doozy. Let's hear it. Hopefully you listen to the end because uh, I call this story Quits Hits Part 3. Oh no. We got more, we got more. Yes. All right. I love the insanity of this man. <laughs> he's not even insane. He's just a normal human he's being. He's just this stressed but, out stepdad. Yeah, but he's just hilarious in, in his own bizarre way. When you pay $2.99 a month for a premium <laughs> membership, I'll flick you into the cup. Okay? The cup is our premium group yes because yes. of course you know when you play tiddlywinks you flip the tiddly into, into the, the cup, cup. so yes. i'll flip you into the cup for 2.99 a month you guys if you if you've listened a long time you already know the benefits that you get from this they're they're numerous <laughs> but <laughs> when you join when you join today i'm gonna throw in a t-shirt you can get a long sleeve one a short sleeve one i'll even do a hoodie okay a hoodie. it's your choice God. specify on your email to tillywinkswithstrangers@gmail.com or on patreon patreon <laughs> when you pay your premium membership and uh, the shirt's gonna be uh scott kowitz sitting in his barca lounger in his tidy ways of course because what else would it be naturally eating tootsie rolls off of his crotch <laughs> he's just got them sitting there he, well he just has them sitting in Nat his lap now I've, 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 uh, he's just eating tootsie rolls <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna be saying yeah i don't know deb come on <laughs> it has to be i don't know deb it yeah has to be. yeah so anyway i uh <laughs> Tonight's last story isn't necessarily a quits hits. Because okay. like I said, I was young, first of all. Second of all, I didn't really see quit that much. I wish I did. But, you know, I, I don't have very many quits hits stories. Mm. This story is more about me hanging out with Brian Steinberg. Quit's right. step kid. Yes. My friend. And uh, our friend Mike was there. And our friend Dave was there. And our friend Brian was there. Shouts outs to the Hoover Road crew. If you guys are listening, that was the Hoover Road crew, pretty like much. It. was like the it. Like the four or five of us. We all lived within like two houses away from each other. We all rode our big wheels when we were younger. Sweet. We all rode our training wheels when we were older. And we all rode our big boy bikes when we were older. Nice. We came through the bikes together, Kev. <laughs> came through the ranks. Hoover Road crew! You weren't there, McGonagall. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god, Kevin, do something with him. I, I can't shoot him. But anyway, this story is about the time when we almost died. So, on Hoover Road, yes. there was a giant church at the end of the street. I don't know what denomination it was. It doesn't fucking matter. Because okay. behind the church, you, you ride your bike to the parking lot, right? 
behind the church, there's a giant drain basin. One of those big circle ones, mm -hmm. and it all just goes down the, into like a hole, you know? Okay. All, all hills go down to a hole. Mm -hmm. In the wintertime, it was prime sledding sledding oh, hills. Yeah, so yeah. like all the kids would go up there like with their parents, like everybody's sledding in the drain basin, <laughs> you know? So it was a good time. So we went down there one time, and we were exploring and stuff. And this was this was not in the winter. This was like around this time of year, spring. Mm -hmm. The weather was nice. It was a beautiful place to walk. Sewers for all the eyes could see. <laughs> Runoff, making a makeshift <laughs> creek. But it was it was cool to us, you know. And yeah. there was like a little bit of woods there. You don't find many woods in that area, but mm -hmm. when you take them, you, you you walk through them. So we're walking through, walking through, you know. And we're like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> we're having a great time in the drainage basin. <laughs> so then Brian Steinberg, right? He's like, look at this. And like, I don't really know what it was, but like on the outskirts of where it all drains to mm -hmm. in the big hole there, there's this giant like steel tube in the ground and it's like partially buried and part sticking up. And then like inside of it you could look in it's open on the top there's just like some of the drainage water in there i don't know if it was like a pipe to help facilitate the water huh. i don't know what it was it wasn't quite a well but it kind of looked like a well okay so i'll call this story the time we lost brian steinberg down a well <laughs> as you can imagine it didn't go over too well with kawit no i don't <laughs> this is insane everybody was okay okay but so he's like look at this thing you know, <laughs> like, all right, I don't know what it is. And he's like, I don't know, but there's like another tunnel underneath, like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And there there was. So you go in the giant, like, smokestack looking thing. I don't know what it was. And once you get under the shallow water there, there is another tunnel that goes, looks like underground. And probably to a sewer. <laughs> We're probably playing in fecal matter. Yeah, I was just about to say that, yeah. That's what you do. So he's like, I'm going to go for it. I'm like, wait, what? No, you can't climb in there. There's no way to get out. It's too tall. Like, Because like once he's in there, it's just smooth inside. There's no ladder. You, yeah. you can't get a grip to get out. Yeah. And he's too far down for us to like pull him out. Yeah. And even though we were like seven or eight, we knew this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, you guys were wise. You were like, don't climb in there, dude. You're probably going to get stuck or something. Like, And he's like, it's all right. Just don't tell my Scots. <laughs> I'm like fuck alright so he climbs over the top he's straddling it like a horse you know <laughs> and all of a sudden it. he's just whoop 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 and then he's in now he's in the shallow water you know and we're like you alright Bri he's like I'm good I'm good <laughs> I'm good 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 <laughs> like alright cool what do you see he's like it is another tunnel I'm gonna try to crawl through it oh, <laughs> like no there's water rushing through man and then he just his head goes under. Oh, I'm no. like, oh, we gotta get him out of there, guys. We gotta we gotta figure out a way. And Dave's like, we'll break the chains off our bikes and stitch them together <laughs> and lower the. I'm like, yo, we don't have time he, for that. He he's like a NASA now. Yeah, the ingenuity there. He's actually a financial broker now in New York City. He's doing much better than me. <laughs> God damn. But um, so. Like, we're just trying to figure, we're like, we got to lower, like, a tree limb down. We got to break a stick off or something. Mm -hmm. Like, you all right, Brian? He's like, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, he's not drowning. His head's not under the water. Uh -huh. So, like, just, just <laughs> when you look in the thing, 
<laughs> it's just from like the torso up, you can see him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh fuck, dude, are you, you you're not getting sucked in, are you? He's like, I got a grip. <laughs> Just get me out of here. <laughs> Go get my mom. <laughs> like, I can't get your mom. You're gonna get in trouble. This is at the age where like you're, you'd yeah. rather your friend die. Yeah. Than you don't want to face, face the consequences. Yeah, that's bad news. This is how kids die all the time on tragedies on the news. Because you know? their friends kids are trying don't to put her in around trouble. and figure out how to save them. Yeah. <laughs> So, we end up doing the thing where we, like, get a giant tree branch. Yeah. We, like, lower it down. We can't pull him up, but he's able to, like, use it as a ramp and, like, kind of climb up it. Uh-huh. But in the process, while he's, like, shimmying up this thing, and then when he gets to the top, we lift him over, you know? And he's like, that was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. And we're just, like, kind of laughing. All of a sudden, his glasses fall off his face because he, like, moved the wrong way. And they just spiral <laughs> back down into the shit water or whatever it is. Is it my glasses? My mom's going to kill me anyway. <laughs> and he starts, like, climbing back down the thing. I'm like, no, fuck them. They're gone. And he's like, I got to try. <laughs> I got to try. So he drops off again. Splash. And now he's just back there like, fuck, all right. Well, he's got this ramp to get up, you know? And he's just like, he's going under, bobbing, going under, bobbing, going under. Can't find him. I'm pretty sure they got swept away because there was like a decent current going into the secondary so, yeah. tunnel. He's like, they're not here. And he's like, you guys got to come in and help me look. I'm like, I'm not going in this fucking thing, man. We barely got you out. Somebody needs to stay on the outside. So my friend Mike and Dave, they go in. Me and Brian are the other Brian are standing on the outskirts and uh these these glasses are just gone mm-hmm. so they all get out successfully you know his pants are just so Brian, Brian Steinberg you know and he's just like oh that was stupid and uh we're like all right so we got to come up with uh what we're going to tell your mom and Scott's <laughs> because they're pretty expensive I guess right he's like yeah and so he's like I don't know I don't know what to do and I'm like I don't know either just then the church door opens, and it's like a deacon or whatever. He's, he's got a religious costume on. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if he's a deacon, a bishop, a priest. I don't know what the All difference right. is. He's a feller. He works in the church, right? And he's like, what are your kids doing down in the basin? And we're like, nothing! <laughs> so we take off running, right? Because why do you, why? Why? You're why? Just it's You're just scared. the instinct, you yep. know? So, we're running, trying to get back to the bikes, which are like on the other side of the, the little wooded area mm-hmm. there. And, like, he's not chasing us. He's no, just he's standing just, up there. Like, what are you doing? But, you know, now we're on an adventure. So we're just running. And we start, like, we get to, like, the, the makeshift creek area where, like, the I guess that's where the tunnel must have came out of, you uh-huh. know, like, looped around. And it's a pretty decent, like, river flowing through there. Mm-hmm. And instead of going around, they just start jumping the creek, right? All my <laughs> friends and stuff to get to the bikes quicker. Mm-hmm. And they're just jumping, jumping, jumping. It's a pretty decent jump. I mean, yeah. it's doable, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... You got some athletes. Seven, six, seven feet, maybe. You got it clear. So, but we had a full start. Everybody made it, except for this guy. <laughs> shit. I was the last one to jump. And I knew when I was in the air, I didn't clear it. Mm-hmm. It was slow oh, you motion. Know that feel- yeah, it was you- slow motion. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going in the creek. <laughs> and I did. Uh. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Come back for me. Come back, guys. And we're like, oh, shit, we lost another one. <laughs> Dropped off. And like where I landed, like I, for some reason, I landed on my knees. Like I didn't 
You stand were braced up. for impact. I didn't stand up. Yeah. I just tucked tuck my knees, and so I'm on my knees now in this <laughs> creek, which isn't that deep, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't go under or anything. But it's like a really muddy place. Yeah. Dare I say quicksandish. <laughs> And, like, I'm getting stuck in it, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm like, you guys got to pull me out. There's so much mud. It's, it's all great. heavy. It's all heavy yeah. and shit. And they're like, all right, come on. So they each get an arm. They pull me out. In the process, I lose a sneaker to the mud. Oh. So now Steinberg doesn't have his glasses. <laughs> My sneaker's gone. It belongs to the shit river now. <laughs> Good God. And uh, I didn't, I'm like, oh, my God. And he's like... They're like, we got to go. I'm like, I, I don't know how I'm going to get the shoe back. They're like, you're not going to get it back. Just get on the bikes. Come on. Just go. We got to go. So, like, we're riding back, back up Hoover Road. And uh, <laughs> Brian's like, we can go to my house. It'll probably go smoother if you guys are there anyway. <laughs> he's afraid of a beating. Yeah. He's like, my, my mom will make iced tea and brownies. <laughs> It'll be okay. You guys can come over. Oh, such a simpler time. So, so we walk in. When we walk in, we hear the the familiar sounds of his stepdad's like jazz, because that's how he chills. You know, he comes home from work. Jeez, tough. <laughs> I had a tough fucking day. <laughs> Takes his tie off. This is just what I imagine. It's always what I imagine. Uh, <laughs> Throws his hat on the rack. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure he didn't wear it. The belt is buckled, just, unbuckled as soon as he gets out of the car. He strips through his tidy whities because that's what a kawit do. Yeah. It's his most natural thing. It's his fucking house. My fucking house, man. <laughs> do what I want. Sits down in his bark lounger. Feet go up. Smooth jazz goes on. Leave me alone until supper. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> awesome. So he's sitting in there. You know, we can hear it in the den. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't tell these stories anymore. So awesome. This guy's a clown. You ask me, his mom's home. Uh, she's down in the basement doing laundry. What do you need? <laughs> Nothing. So then we hear the the recliner go down. <laughs> the music cuts off. What are you guys doing? Where you been? <laughs> well, we were, we were just down the creek. And he's like, where's your glasses at, Brian, huh? Your mother's going to kill you. Where's your glasses? What are they? They're in the creek? Huh? He immediately guesses. They're in the creek? What, are your little friends down there? Your roughhousing the glasses? They go off into the creek? Roughhousing. Come on, I'll get the car. We're getting your glasses back. Oh, shit. He's like, I'll put my pants on. Well, yeah, he starts putting his pants on naturally. He's got his belt already in the pants. <laughs> just, just in case it's a fast thing he's got he's to do. His mom's coming up the stairs. She's like, what's wrong? Oh, he lost his damn glasses in the creek, roughhousing. I don't know what their story is, but I don't care. <laughs> so dis- they cost me $150,000, Dad. <laughs> Or not, no, not $150. I, uh, why did I say 1000 No great. glasses cost that much. <laughs> but, uh, so we're like, what should we do? And he's like, you're all coming. So we climb in the, the Kuwait station wagon, right? Mm-hmm. Drive down the block. Now we're like back at the creek, you know. We're walking down to the drainage basin. And he's, he says to me, he's like, and hey, where's your shoe? <laughs> he called me up. Wow. <laughs> Said I only wore one today, Scott. <laughs> He's like, very funny. Were your shoes down there with his glasses or something? Oh, 
I'm like, yeah, but I don't need my shoe back. It's all right. My mom won't be mad. And he's like, the hell she won't. <laughs> he's getting angry. <laughs> Parents pay a lot of money for your, your little belongings, your bicycles and your glasses and your clothes. And you guys don't think about that when you're down here. I don't know what you're doing, throwing rocks or skipping, skipping stones, whatever you're doing down here. You guys don't think about that. <laughs> Shut the fuck out, Scott. That is so awesome. Where's my teen brownies? <laughs> fuck. Went off on a diatribe. So he's like, where were you? So we like show him and he's like, well, what the hell the heck did it end up in the tube? <laughs> and so Brian's like, oh, we were just looking in there because we wanted to see what it was. And they just fell off my face. And I didn't want to climb in there because it's dangerous. <laughs> so I didn't want to get them. And he's like, oh, well, they're fucking gone then. They're fucking gone. Okay? Do you see that current? All you kids look in there. You see that current? Sunglasses are either buried in the mud, broken, or swept away. You really did it this time, Brian. I'll call the optometrist. <laughs> oh, one thought, no punctuation. Jeez, Just one fucking diatribe. This is how the dude spoke oh. man he was a fucking trip i didn't appreciate it then though because no. we're just in trouble like this mm -hmm. is just as this is He's just who he is yeah when you get older and you have your own podcast <laughs> you start thinking about events from your life and you're like this dude was hilarious yeah. man his stepdad what was his deal he was just <laughs> perpetually stressed even though he didn't wear clothes you would think he wouldn't have a care in the world he doesn't have the bondage of clothes that you and i have he's not grounded to this world by no. fabric <laughs> and he's listening to his jazz what's more relaxing than jazz yeah honestly you know yeah. but just perpetually just stressed by Deb and her damn son. <laughs> I mean, I married you, Deb, but I didn't sign up well, to I be... Don't, I don't know if there's really true love. They're out there climbing in the compost heap. <laughs> what was he so protective over the compost yeah, heap? Well, it's a delicate ecosystem. Dear God. So he's like, we get back in the car, you know, and... Uh, he drives me to my house, and he's like, do I need to go in, or are you going to tell your parents about your shoe? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'll tell him. And he's like, all right. Well, you head in there. <laughs> Next time, guys, you got to use your head when you're playing around down there, when you're roughhousing. <laughs> when you're down there <laughs> God, quit. catching tadpoles or crawdads or whatever, crawdads. The, whatever the heck you think you're doing down uh, there. <laughs> he's so hip. I love him. Like, all right, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that uh, Brian got in trouble, too. He's like, you know, I'll deal with Brian. You better go tell your parents about your sneaker. They looked like they were nice ones, too. What are they, Reeboks? <laughs> calling out the brand. Like, all right, I'll see you guys. So I go in. Like, my mom was, was pretty pissed, but, like... Not really. Like I had other, Kids do it. I had other shoes. Like yeah. it wasn't. They weren't like really expensive because no mom is really gonna spend that much money on shoes when you're that young. Yeah, well, she shouldn't anyway. Yeah. If she knows what's what, how it goes being a, a kid. A young boy carouses. Right. We don't need nice things. We destroy things. Right. So I mean, she's like, well, next time don't be so stupid. You know? like, <laughs> what are you guys jumping in creeks for? And she said the same thing. She's like, it was probably like poop and stuff. Like, don't be playing in that. Like, that's not a real river or whatever. Like, all right. And so that was like the end of it. And then, like the next day or the day after, we saw Brian again. Went went to the door. Huh? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, oh hi. 
Did you find your other sneaker yet? <laughs> Asshole. No, no, my mom my mom was mad, but I'm okay. You're not grounded? I'm like not like Brian. Well, I'm like, no, I'm not grounded. And he's like, well, Brian's downstairs. <laughs> Catchphrase. Wings knows Brian's downstairs. Yeah. Wings knows this, okay? <laughs> Everybody on the Wings knows. <laughs> Brian's downstairs, but he's grounded, so you ain't seeing him today. <laughs> no fucking chance. So, I mean, that was it. But, I mean, we saw him in school and stuff, and he's just like, oh, why Scott's gets really mad about things, guys? <laughs> you guys just, we, we gotta be more careful. Like, all right, whatever. It's so awesome. So, I don't know. That's, I love that story. That's Kowitz that, Hits that, number three. That's an amazing story. <laughs> God bless you, Scott Kowit, wherever you are. I hope he's not dead. Well, that's last story, Kev. Fucking whatever. We did it again. We put Oops. another wink in the cup. Oops, we did it again. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I already threw out all the info. You know where you can listen to your winks. You know where you can email your concerns. Yeah. Because I assume most of the emails are concerns about our mental health. Yes. Et cetera. I don't fucking know. <laughs> et cetera. You just... <laughs> well, there is one other communication platform for which the winks fans can communicate with us. Uh-huh. And that would be on Snapchat at Winks Nose Baby. Is that it? I think it's just Wink's nose baby, yeah. Yeah, Wink's it's nose Bil- baby. It's Billy's baby. Yeah, Billy. Billy, Billy runs the Snapchat. Billy got the Snapchat and the the email the G or the email off yeah. the ground. He's like our our tech guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's it's Wink's nose baby. You just type that in the search bar and it'll say Tiddly Winks with strangers as our name and Wink's nose baby as our uh, what is it username handle, handle. Yeah. and you'll know right away what it is. So just friend us. We'll fr- we friend everybody who sends us a, a friend thing. And what you're going to want to do is make sure that you take part in the Snapchat Challenge! That's right. This week's Snapchat Challenge is a doozy, Kev. How doozy is it? If you go on like fishing trips with your grandfather or your father or your friends or whatever, and you're down near Ambler, <laughs> I want you to look for Brian's glasses... Or my Reebok sneakers. This is hyper specific. <laughs> if you see him floating down there stuck in the mud, take a picture. <laughs> Send it to Wings Nose Baby. <laughs> if you're at like a Kmart or a Walmart or a, a, some kind of big store. Target. Yeah. And you see a frazzled dad with a beard. Okay, I'm not talking. Balding with a beard. Clean shaven. Yeah. He looks like Shel Silverstein. <laughs> And he's trying to get his kid to listen. To, come on, would you just listen to come on, come a la Scott Kowit? Take a picture of that dad stressing. I hope he's a stepdad, but there's really no way for you to know. No. Send me that. If you see an old school Oldsmobile parked in a driveway uh, anywhere. Pre- preferably a disgusting coloration. Yes. And or if you see a wrecked Porsche. <laughs> Especially if you see a wrecked Porsche. I want that shit, man. If you see an old timer... Or an old ghost <laughs> being nice to young people. <laughs> Take a picture of his generosity. Do it. Send it to Wink's nose, baby. What What are these things I'm throwing out here, Kev? They work. I don't, we what? still haven't gotten any ostriches. What yet. is this? I'm bummed about the ostrich emu. I yeah. got a ginger dad's nuts the other day. <laughs> the nuts. Just I couldn't believe somebody out. really did it. <laughs> but I mean, you know, as you know, all the other challenges are... <laughs> open they're open in perpetuity oh man so you know send those two 
I don't remember them. I never do. Listen to the back. Uh, streaks on a toilet seat. <laughs> Translucent ginger. <laughs> uh, emu or ostrich. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's another one I'm forgetting. It's good enough. Yeah, it's good. You enough. know the rest. That dog will hunt. And like anything you see that you think we'll find funny too. I mean, you know who we are by now. You know our humor. Yeah. Send us something that we'll talk about on the wings. Hey, I got an interesting snap from so and so. I'll tell you what it is. Uh, but you know, that's this week's McGonagall Snapchat Challenge on the Winks. So, you know, another Winks in the cup. Yep. But, you know, seeing, uh, seeing Scott Kowit constantly stressing out about his step family, I could be wrong. I think they had a, nat- a natural kid together, too. Him and Deb. You think so? I think they had a hybrid. But I'm not sure because he was so much younger than us when it happened. And we, I don't know. But, you know, much like Scott Kuwit, I rub my hands through my own hair, put my pants on in the morning, look at myself in the mirror, and say, oh, what am I doing with my life? You'll be out of danger. A fucking tiddly winks with strength. Walker told me I have AIDS. How you doing, Herb? How'd you can make it? Well, to tell you the truth, we wasn't coming to the party today. Because we were concerned about Lucas having, hell about him having AIDS, mixing with our kids. <laughs>